Welcome to Season 3 of the Rooted in God's Word podcast. I am Becky Meyerson, and I am so glad you are here. This season is all about everyday women making God's Word real in our lives and living it out moment by moment. You will hear from women just like you, filled with the busyness and joys of life and also meditating on God's Word and listening to His voice throughout their every day. I'm at my kitchen table recording today. The sun is shining and I am so excited to introduce my guest. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of tea, and join us. All right, everyday gals, I'm here with my friend Pamela Nelson. Pam, I am so grateful that you are here today on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much, Becky. It's just, it's just such an honor. And what a joy in the spring season to be with you who is rooted and growing. I mean, oh my goodness, all the things are starting. And I know maybe not in Minnesota. I'm in Montana and parts of our state had 46 inches of snow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, actually, I am looking out the window right now on this snowy day that we're recording and we are getting snow and we shouldn't be getting snow. <laughs> Well, we are waiting for spring. And so this, I think we are going to usher it in with our conversation. So here we go. Okay, I'm all for that. Pamela and I met quite a few years ago, actually. Do you remember what year it was? Oh, my goodness. It would have been around 2003. Yes. 2004. Yeah. Because I was serving on staff at a church. I I was in Minnesota. I was invited to be a part of Bridging the Gap. Yes. And, um, our friend Carol Lund uh, invited people. I love that the gap uh, at the time, and this may have kind of changed, but the mission was to bridge the gap between denominations mm-hmm. and women's ministries that would never know each other and, yes. and what we were needing and how we could help each other grow. And I loved being invited into that. And I remember I remember seeing you and hearing from you at a leadership uh, time at Carol's home. And I just heard this little whisper from the Holy Spirit. You are meant to get to know her. And um, and for anyone who has ever felt that whisper, uh, please lean into that because it has been one of the richest friendships and just dear growing relationships for me. I will be forever grateful. I will be forever friends, Pam. I, you have yeah. you have traveled the country <laughs> with different <laughs> states, and we might not even talk for six months, nine months, but there is a camaraderie and a friendship between us that we both treasure. I I know that, so I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. But our listeners really know nothing about you, I don't think, or most of them might might have never had the privilege to meet you. So tell us about yourself. Give us a couple minute bio and and then tell us also, what does a typical day look like for you? Okay. Well, um, I am a grandmother of six and um, my, my sons and their children live in a couple different states. And so the grandchildren range from 11 on down to three, five boys and a girl. So I have two grown sons. One is in the military. The other one is um, the director of the Glacier Institute in Glacier Park, Montana. So I absolutely love being a part of their lives, either close or from a distance. I am also a pastor. I am a biblical counselor and a spiritual director. And so that is what fills up my days. And it has uh, led me to go around the country with COVID, doing a lot of things 
um, for, on some aspects that looks like telehealth. Um, it looks like Zoom meetings and connecting with people all over the world. Um, I started out, uh, well, I grew up in a missions home. My dad was the missions pastor at our church. And so I uh, was with Youth with a Mission very early on in my life out here in Montana, which is where I was introduced to this beautiful area. I have moved 24 times. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> been a part of multiple ministries and churches and various capacities. And, um, and so my heart is, uh, is just big for what God wants to do right now in the kingdom. I'm not um, currently serving at a church, but I am serving the big C church uh, yeah. in a different realm by um, helping to care for staff teams, um, to provide spiritual care and soul care for them. I also work with a, a woman who is an amazing Clifton Strengths coach. And, um, and so I get to come alongside and provide soul care for some of the people who are learning their strengths, but then are stuck into old messages of their life. And so I help them in that to get unstuck. I do a lot of um, mentoring. I do several uh, women's retreats and things like that. And uh, so people uh, have the opportunity, well, I have the great honor of meeting with people. And uh, that looks like people around the world, actually, at this point. Wow. And I'm so honored and, and so grateful that with technology, we can do it uh, from Montana, which is where I'm at right now. Wow, that is so exciting. Now, listener, if something perked in your heart and you were like, I need to get a hold of this woman, um, <laughs> all of her links will be in the in the podcast notes. So we'll give you those. And then, you know, I think maybe a little bit later, I want to I want to press in a little bit more about spiritual director. And what does that mean? Do I need one? You know, just <laughs> what does that mean? But first, we're going to just, we're just going to, I'm going to ask you a couple of fun questions. Okay. <laughs> Starting with just for fun, tell us one item that you have in your fridge or your pantry that you always want to have on hand. <laughs> okay. Well, we were talking about this prior. I, I am at a different stage in life now. Uh, being a grandmother, I, Actually, with my days being as busy as they are, um, I grab and go a lot and I make reservations, <laughs> but, <laughs> I <love that. laughs> uh, but I always have um, Greek yogurt in my refrigerator. And I think it's because that combination of the creamy and the protein and my, the brand that I love is called Faye. It's spelled F-A-G-E. Um, and I am trying to do the keto thing. So I get like the 5%. Yeah. And it's unflavored. And then I will put in whatever with it, whether it's fruit and I, I don't know what it is. I just never get tired of it. And so I'm grateful that I always can grab that. And uh, it's pretty simple. But um, I have friends who cook for me and who chop for me. And that says love because I do not do that for myself. And so I'm so grateful. You are triggering a memory of you and me going to the Northwestern Writers Conference in, in St. Paul. And you stayed with me because and, yeah. and, and you wanted your Greek yogurt with fruit as your bedtime snack. And I remember... Oh, that's such a healthy bedtime snack compared to what I really want is ice cream and chocolate. You know, I just love it. Yeah. And you still have that great urge and that great, but it's such a, such a healthy one. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you. It, it, in one way, that is something I've been able to keep as routine. <laughs> one of the things that hasn't changed in the 24 yeah. moves. Huh? <laughs> right. Yes. 
I'm bringing my Greek yogurt with me. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yes. Hey, what book, podcast, or author is inspiring you right now? I have had seasons of living in big houses. I actually lived off grid for a couple years. And so I have a Kindle because I, I had tons of books with me and I've sold everything that I owned twice now. And so my Kindle is now packed with, uh, with books that I love. And I was, I actually have three that are along the same lines. They're from different authors, but the same theme. And so as a, as a spiritual director and as a biblical counselor, I always love seeing how our stories intersect with the truth of God's story in our life. So I am, I'm into reading things that help us really tell ourselves the truth, that um, unblock the things that keep us from receiving God's grace and his story. So the first one is John Mark Comer's Live No Lies. I love his perspective and, um, and he is very heady and kind of out there. Then let's see, I want to make sure I get that author right. Dan Allender, also anything from him, um, but he has a book called Redeeming Heartache, How Past Suffering Reveals Our True Calling. And of course, with what I do and hearing people's stories quite a bit, that is very forefront and it really helps me to be able to attend and hear the things that I'm supposed to. Um, Dr. Dan Allender is out with that institute in Seattle, and I recommend anyone going to receive any of his training. And then the third one is Ian Morgan Cron, and he has a book called The Story of You. And so then that leads me to a podcast because I, I love his podcasts, um, and he was actually just on Carrie Newhoff. So between uh, leading well and leading teams well, I love those are kind of my lane, Craig Rochelle, Andy Stanley Leadership. Um, Gary Newhoff, but um, Ian Morgan Cron is also a psychologist, and then he dives more into the Enneagram and really speaks to story. So that's what I listen to. I love that. I love it. And you know, I I am listening to you, and we've mentioned this before. We're really different, but we're such good friends. I, I had never, I have never even heard of any of those books, but this is where. This is who you are, and this yeah. is how God is gifting you mm. and the passion of, of your life. Mm. And praise God, I I am equipped a different way. And right. there's no there's no competition between us. There's no, <laughs> there's just total love and acceptance and recognizing each other's gifts. It's just mm. so wonderful. I just mm. I just yeah. love that about God's people. Just absolutely. I do. I do too, because I love sitting under Pastor Becky as a Bible teacher. And, um, and my gift is more in encouraging. Um, my gift is more in bringing out the word of God in story form. And, um, and you unpack the word in a different way. And I learned so much from you. Aww. So I, I love that as well. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Pamela, what is God currently speaking to you about? What's, what's the latest theme? Or maybe it's been a theme for a couple of years. Yeah, um, I'm so grateful that it has been a theme. Uh, he has been awakening me to what grace really is. I, I grew up in a really conservative denomination in church every time the door was open. Um, the church even changed its name to grace. And, um, and yet for me, I really, um, I felt grace was for salvation. And then probably from cultural messages, heard more 
and learned more from watching people that you better do life all correctly from there. And, um, and for me, it, it felt exhausting, unattainable. It didn't necessarily feel, feel authentic. And um, it, was, it was exhausting to live out of that place and believe that um, I could believe that grace was for everyone else except for myself. And this has been something that God has been peeling off of me layer by layer. And I will say that he used one of the hardest seasons of my life to, um, to whisper to me at a time when I experienced a significant betrayal and I was sitting in a recovery group myself. I heard, and now Pamela, it is, it is time for you to look at your own self-righteousness, the thing that is separating you from my grace. And oh, I was mad. I was mad. I'm like, I am not here for me. I am not in this recovery group for me. This is this is for someone else and what they did to me. Um, and and the Lord just was so gracious in saying, I will work a new message in you. And um, I went on on such a journey and have been on that journey really ever since to discover just the unimaginable riches of God's grace for us and that they are unending. And I, I want to awaken women to be free, everyone really to be yes. free and living into that grace. Grace is a given. Uh, we talk about the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. and, and how in staying connected to the vine, as John speaks of in John 15, that we have the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control as we abide. And if you notice, grace is not in there. Yeah. Wow. Grace is given. Grace is part of the soil, the fuel of the soil, the nourishment of the soil that then allows us to grow in those areas. But we have to access it. We have to recognize it and then unblock the things or pull up the weeds, if we're using the soil analogy, mm-hmm. to make sure that we are, are receiving from God what we need every day. And in this season of my life, before I get out of bed every day, I say, thank you, God, that there is grace for today. And there is. What a revelation of grace. It, it has been huge. And, and I, you know, you and I know as we work with women that it is, it is very, uh, very hard for many women to receive that God loves them. One of the exercises that I do in spiritual direction with larger groups of women is I have them look into the eyes of someone at their table or sitting next to them and say, you are the one that Jesus loves. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's really powerful, you know, and, and, um, but then I have them turn to me and hold their hands out and say, I am the one that Jesus loves. And that is very difficult for a lot of women to say, yes. and that is because they have, they, they have not been able to receive God's grace. It's not just the love, but the, the grace for the things in their life that they feel have blocked them from truly being worthy of God's love. And in that there's a lie from the enemy because, well, of course we're not worthy, but he is. And because he offers us this unmerited favor that is ours, it's already given in the person of Jesus. It is simply um, then that we have to We have to take every thought captive. We have to take that thought and say, that is a lie from the pit of hell. I'm going to uproot that, but I'm going to replace it with the truth of God's word for me. 
um, in Galatians. Is it okay if I read a scripture? Yes, I've got, yes. I've got a great... I, that was the next thing I was going to ask. Okay. You, because do you have a, a Bible verse here that we can, yeah. you know, just unpack a little bit and, and make real to the, our listeners today? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to read it in the message paraphrase and I encourage you to, you know, go to other versions. This is the richness that we have with all of our technology as well, but it's Galatians 2, 19 through 21. This is Paul talking to the church at Galatia, and um, this is how it's written in the paraphrase. What actually took place is this. I tried keeping rules and working my head off to please God, and it didn't work. So I quit being a lawman so that I could be God's man. Christ's life showed me how and enabled me to do it. I identified myself completely with him. Indeed, I have been crucified with Christ. My ego is no longer central. It's no longer important that I appear righteous before you or have your good opinion. I'm no longer driven to impress. Christ lives in me. The life you see me living is not mine, but it's lived by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And I'm not going to go back on that. Wow. How that says it all. It's, you know, here's, here's Paul saying, I'm not driven to impress. I am simply wanting to walk in the grace of the obedience of the lane that he's called me to. And I want, I really want to encourage the listeners that, you know, we live in a world of comparison. We live in a world of getting numbers of followers and that somehow validates our identity. And, um, and there are a lot of people struggling with um, insecurity and, and, and they try to uh, replace that insecurity with, with a strength or with something that we call with security. Um, and I love that. And of course, we want to be secure in Christ. But I would love to have them consider that if I'm, if I'm struggling with insecurity, what I actually have to fill up on is grace. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm glancing at my New Living Translation here when you're yeah. reading those verses. Yeah. And the beginning of verse 21 for me says, I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. Mm, right. So as you were talking about, if we are so focused on insecurity, <laughs> we really are treating God's grace as meaningless. We are. We are. And I think it's just, it is a such a subtle tactic and lie of the enemy because in in actuality, it looks kind of great in Western Christianity, you know, that we, um, that we do things for God and we do want to follow in obedience. That is part of the grace that we've been given. Um, Dallas Willard says, you know, grace is opposed to earning, but grace is not opposed to effort. You know, wow. and so we are able to take those steps forward and move in the grace that we have been given. Um, in a, the story of Jonah, uh, it talks about how he's in the middle of, of his time in the whale. And in Jonah 2, it says, I, um, I almost forfeited the grace that I had been given to do the call that God had put on his life because he was running the other direction. And we have been given this grace, but again, we have to receive it for us individually for what God's call is on our 
personal lives. We have a big C calling, a kingdom calling. But as you said, each one of us walks this out individually. That's the mom at home with their kids. That's the, that's the grandmother that's praying for your grandchildren. That's someone who just moved into a new neighborhood that needs to get to know their neighbors. That's in the, in the workplace. That's in ministry. Um, we have a grace that is on for this season of our life. Do you know what that is? And are you accessing it? Wow. That is so powerful. Okay, so I want to come back to that spiritual director. Yeah. Do I need spiritual direction from you, <laughs> Pamela? No, really, what is spirit, What is a spiritual mm -hmm. director? And um, how should we be viewing a spiritual director? How yeah. does that work? Well, um, thank you for asking. I was first uh, introduced to spiritual direction, um, actually through Susie Larson, through our friend Susie. She had an author on her show. Um, her name is Sharon Garlow-Brown. And what Sharon was talking about was something that I naturally did. I just didn't know how to give it a title. And so a spiritual director is someone who attends to what the Holy Spirit is doing in you. So different than a biblical counselor or a pastor who is going to give you more direction. And it's interesting that it's called spiritual director. Really, our director is the Holy Spirit. He is the one who directs our life. But oftentimes we have blind spot um, and we can't listen on our own behalf. And so a spiritual director is a listener. It is someone who asks great questions and invites us to let the scripture read us. So um, for example, I, uh, I oftentimes go as, as I enter into a session with someone and I, I pray and we pause and I ask what feels heavy for the person who is coming in. And we may unpack that a little bit. I'll ask some key questions. But if we come to a spot where it feels like there is a, a God-given pause, I, I will pray, Lord, is there a scripture that you want to have read the person that I'm spending time with? And I'll just give you an example, one that we, we're all familiar with, which is uh, Psalms 23. And so it says, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. In, in several versions, it says, I have life without lack, or I lack nothing. And you know, when you hear that, and the scripture is attending to you, and I say, what, what is it that, that is jumping out at you as I read this scripture? I've several times have had people say, I don't believe I have all that I need. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a life without lack means. And this is how present and how awesome the word is that it will read us and it will attend to the questions that we have in our own soul and our own spirit that would separate us from living into the fullness of God's power and truth for us. So it's really meant to set us free and to wrestle down. Why don't I believe that? Another part in that passage is you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes people just read through that and it looks like a, a wonderful imagery. But what I will ask them is when I read that, who do you picture in your mind is an enemy at that table? <laughs> That's a pretty powerful question. Yes. And, and without fail, I have never had a session that someone does not have someone specifically in mind. 
And usually that is the person that we are going to work through the process of forgiving. And maybe they have done the initial forgiving for the fact of something, but they're still living in a debt debtor relationship with that person where um, they are, I've, they've forgiven in their mind, they've done what God has commanded us to do, but they're holding them in debt for what they did. Yeah. And the Lord does not do that with us. Yeah, you're right. And we are free. And so we then work through the process of what does it look like to forgive them of their debt mm-hmm. as you've been forgiven? We get to live debt-free because of grace, but we then also need to give that same forgiveness and to cancel the debt for those who may be the enemy at that table. Mm. As you were just unpacking, just even how you work in that spiritual direction, I just could see the word grace everywhere. I mean, this, that ministry of you coming alongside of what the Holy Spirit is already working in the yeah. world. And I, I think about our listener right now. I, I just know that some of your hearts are just pounding because you are just really relating to what um, our conversation has been about and especially about mm-hmm. grace and mm-hmm. who's sitting at that table. Yeah. <laughs> I receive God's grace. Do I, can I give God's grace? You know? Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. uh, wow, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. Do you have one last thought or encouragement you want to share with our listeners? I do. I want them to know that God's grace is not based on them. It's simply placed on them. Wow. You better say that again. I want them to know that God's grace is not based on them. It's simply placed on them. And so, you know, within that we have, (laughs) it is the treasure of God's grace. And it is nothing that we can do to earn it, um, to be good enough for it. Um, But he longs to place it on us. And, And so what we have to do oftentimes is make sure that our receivers are ready to recognize that within our own strength, We do not have the capacity to impact people for the kingdom, Mm -hmm. to be the woman of God that we want to be, to even have insight into the scriptures that we would love to have. But he longs for us to have that. And we can do it. We can wake up in the morning every day and say, thank you, God, that there's grace for the day. And, And he wants to attend to that. And he wants to grow it in us. And that is not person dependent, however long you've known the Lord or not known the Lord, um, what you did yesterday, what you thought this morning, what you're going to do, his grace is for you and it is ready to help you grow in him. And so reach out for it, ask him, say, God, I need it. I need more of it and live with women who are searching for more of it and who can give it freely because it will change your life. Pamela, I love the fact that you get up every morning and say, are that in that receiver mode? Yes. Yeah. Thank you, God, your grace for today. Thank you for your grace for today. I receive your grace for today. This will be every one of us listeners. Every one of us needs to just develop that habit of the receiving mode. You know, for me, that receiving mode is I, I like to put my hands kind of um, open in like, as if I was inviting my grandchildren to run to me, you know, but it's like, I'm going to receive yeah, grace from you, God. So what, you know, whatever your receiver mode is, you know, mm-hmm. a deep breath, looking up mm-hmm. on your knees, you know, whatever receiver mode is, let's just be ready to receive his grace every day.
Amen. Thank you, Pamela. This was just so wonderful. And I know that our listeners are just blessed from our conversation today. You are delightful and I miss you and I wish I, I could actually you. physically hug you right now, but <laughs> it has been a joy. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey friend, are you looking for a simple meditative Bible study guide that will help you daily center your life around God's word? If so, I want to invite you to join me in Rooted Live, a membership and community of women who are fully involved in life but still prioritize time in God's Word. The Rooted Live study guides offer a place to start and a pathway for consistent growth. You will experience Bible reading not as something you have to do, but as a welcome addition to spend time in God's presence. Follow the links to my website and join the Rooted Live tribe. We are cheering for you as you grow and flourish in God's Word.